Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. The following episode of the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd was recorded live in front of a studio audience at the Los Angeles Podcaster Studio on April 22, 2006, with the cooperation of LAPodcasters.com. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd, brought to you by DrFloyd.com. Our adventure this time begins in the... Excuse me. Uh, Bless you there, Mr. Narrator. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Floyd. Our adventure this week begins in... What in tarnation? I'm sorry, Dr. Floyd. I I caught the flu bug that's been going around. Uh, You're going to have to get someone else to be the narrator for this episode. Dig, Nabbit. And in front of a live crowd, too. The biggest crowd we've ever performed in front of. Oh, well. We need someone to be the narrator. Who's got a good, strong voice and sounds like a cross between Don Adams and Peter Lorre? Don Adams and Peter who? Hush up, Dr. Grant. We need to find someone fast. Time's a-tickin'. Okay, I'll find someone. Um, are you, uh, say something. <laughs> Hi. You're perfect. Okay, great. I found someone. Excellent. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by DrFloyd.com. Our adventure this week begins at the home of the mother of the world's most brilliant scientist, Mrs. Floyd. We find our heroes, Dr. Floyd, his young protege, Dr. Grant, and their faithful robot companion, Chips, at the front door. They have taken a break from chasing the evil Dr. Steve through time to help Mrs. Floyd with some errands. Well, there you are, and there are my groceries. Uh, Yeah, sorry, Mom. There was a long line down at the Super Soggy Sugar Mega Mart. Oh, it's fine. I just hope that the milk didn't go bad. Oh, sheesh, Mom. We went as fast as we could. Well, you think that a guy who invented a time and space travel device wouldn't take an hour to get groceries? Oh, for Pete's sake. Well, now that you're here, why don't you come in for a little spot of Diet Coke cake? Diet Coke cake? Yes. It's a new little recipe I'm trying. You get the regular cake mix, but then you add in a can of Diet Coke instead of eggs and oil. (laughs) It's supposed to make the cake fluffy and delicious. And good for your waistline, Floyd. Now, what is that supposed to mean? Oh, nothing. It's just that, well, the radio does add ten pounds, you know. Oh, good grief. <laughs> well, Chip says he's had enough soda to last him a lifetime, but I'd sure love a piece. Excellent. Floyd, grab that bag of groceries and bring it into the kitchen. As our heroes bring Mrs. Floyd's groceries inside, let's check in with that nefarious ne'er-do-well, Dr. Steve, and his sock-shaped assistant, Fidget, who are currently seated at a table at the local eatery, aptly named Eat. Oh boy, Fidget, I am stuffed. Nothing like having some pigs in a blanket in the afternoon to fill you up. Uh, How was your little fruit salad? (laughs) Sir, here's your check. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Fidget, it's your turn to pay for the meal. Yes, it's your turn to pick up the check. I've picked it up the past 17 times. Uh, not that I've been keeping track or anything. Uh, you haven't paid me in about 17 weeks. Not that I've been keeping track or anything. Oh, uh, right. Uh, your paycheck is in the mail. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. One of you needs to pay for this meal. Uh, well, um, you know, I'm actually sort of famous. Uh, perhaps you've heard of me. I'm Dr. Steve. Yeah, it's not ringing a bell. <laughs> 
Hush, Fidget. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm pretty famous. I could probably just uh, sign this napkin here, and it'll be worth at least triple of what this dinner's worth. <laughs> yeah, who do you think you are, Picasso? Uh, Picasso? Yeah, you know, the famous painter. He used to go into restaurants without any money, eat his meal, draw a little sketch on a napkin, and leave it for the restaurant, who could then sell it for thousands of dollars. Really? And when did this Picasso guy live? Uh, he lived right up until 1973 in France. Fascinating. Yes, isn't it? Too bad it doesn't change the fact that you owe me 13.45 for this little meal. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd imagine the pretty famous Dr. Steve is no stranger to washing dishes. Uh, well, actually. This way, please. <laughs> Fidget, go get our dishwashing gloves from the ship. I'll meet you in the kitchen. Yeah, as Dr. Steve heads to the kitchen to wash dishes, let's check in with our hero, Dr. Floyd, who is putting away the last of the groceries for his mother. Here you go, Mom. All the groceries are put away. Thank you, Puddin'. <laughs> Puddin'. Can it, Dr. Grant? Mm. Oh, there's my little puppy. Oh, how are you, little Mr. Beardy Chins? Isn't he beautiful, Floyd? Who, Chips? No, Mr. Beardy Chins. Oh, yeah. He's quite uh, aesthetically satisfactory. Mm-hmm. And just what are you getting Mr. Beardy Chins for his birthday next week? Uh, well, I didn't know it was his birthday. Oh, so. I know what you can get him. A gift certificate to Super Soggy Pet Portraits. Oh, I would just love to have a portrait painted of my precious little puppy. <laughs> Gee, Mom, that sounds expensive. Wouldn't he just like a 99-cent chew toy? Well, yes, I guess he could settle for that. Oh, but a portrait would be so nice, though. Oh, sheesh, Mom. Oh, well, look at all that Mr. Beardy Chins has done for you. Remember when he went time-traveling with you for almost all of season three? How could I forget? He was there when you met Lewis and Clark. And he got me attacked by a wolf. He was there when you met P.T. Barnum. And he dragged chips several city blocks. He helped you win the Saddle River City Talent Competition. Yeah, and... Well, he actually did a good job with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you see, my little Mr. Beardy Chins has been an integral part of your adventures. Oh, yeah, I guess so. And wouldn't it be a proper way to thank him to be immortalize him in paint? Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's my little pudding. <laughs> little pudding. Can it, Dr. Grant? <laughs> Let's leave Dr. Floyd before he gets his brow beaten any further and check in with that evil mastermind, Dr. Steve, and his sock-shaped assistant, Fidget, who are now elbows deep in dishwashing suds. Uh, Fidget, I I've come up with a brilliant plan. Oh, you mean that the plan you had to pay with a meal we didn't like? Uh, no, 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 it's more brilliant than that. Okay, once we're done with these dishes, we'll make a time jump back to France in 1969, and we'll become waiters in a restaurant frequented by Picasso. Then we'll convince him to pay with a sketch on a napkin, and then we'll return to the future and sell it on eBay. Ooh, I am so, so, what is the word? Yes, uh, fatuous. Uh, that sounds about right, I, I think. At any rate, let's go. As our two villains head off to make a time jump to France in 1969, let's check in with one more time with Dr. Floyd and his crew who are still at Dr. Floyd's mother's house in Saddle River City. Okay, what was the phone number of that portrait place again? It's 818-332-3053. Now, they're only open on weekends, and you should probably take this photo album as a reference for the painters. Okay, Mom. Sheesh, all this hassle for a little portrait of a little dog. <laughs> 
Dr. Floyd, Dr. Stephen Fidget have just made a time jump. What? Chip says they've gone back to France in the year 1969. Well, then we can't waste another moment. Let's go. Hey, wait. Be sure to take this photo album of Mr. Beardy Chins with you to show the portrait painters, Floyd. Yes, Mommy. Come on, Dr. Grant. Coming, puddin'. <laughs> Can it, Dr. Grant? Bye, Mom. Goodbye, Mr. Beardy Chins. Our heroes are soon in their own time and spaceship chasing after Dr. Steve. Will Dr. Floyd, Dr. Grant, and Chips be able to get to France in time to stop Dr. Steve? Will Dr. Steve succeed in his evil plot to get an original Picasso sketch? And just what other recipes does Mrs. Floyd have besides Diet Coke cake? Oh, you can use Diet Coke and salad, barbecue sauce, chili, cereal, oh, and the list goes on and on and on. Find out next time on the radio adventures of Dr. Floyd. Use it in egg salad. I've even used it as perm solution. You can use it as sardines. You can use them as a preservative to whenever you're shampooing your hamster. This episode of the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd is brought to you by ActionFigureRacks.com. What do you collect, you whippersnapper? This is Jack Ward, and from every one of us here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you, your family, and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times. Please follow the scientific and medical experts' advice, and we'll always be here for you daily at Mutual.